Hi everyone, and welcome back to Natural English with Nick, a podcast for those learning English. In today's episode, we're going to talk about motivation and four ways you can stay motivated every single day, whether it be for learning English, developing a new skill, or developing a personal or professional project, whatever it may be. I must say, I really do love these topics. I do a lot of reading on this topic in particular, and I'm very excited to share with you my ideas. And remember, I'm here to teach you English. Motivational speaking isn't per se my expertise, and that is something I'm learning along with you guys by making these podcasts, by getting feedback, and most importantly, through practice. But I'll remind you, if you would like a free PDF transcription of today's episode, you can visit my site that I just created, Natural English with Nick. I'll put a link in the description so you can easily find it. On my site, you can also arrange private lessons with me to practice conversation, whether you're at a beginner or intermediate level. And I also just created a Patreon page where you can support this project monetarily if you like these podcasts so that I can afford to spend more time making content for you guys and eventually grow this project even more. Your generosity goes a long way. Thank you so much for listening and let's get started. The first thing I want to talk to you about here today is taking action. I truly believe that motivation is a result of momentum. Think of it as rolling a snowball down a hill. As the snowball goes down the hill, it starts going faster and faster, collecting more and more snow as it tumbles down. Motivation is no different. You can't wait for motivation to just knock at your front door. You have to take the initiative, go out and find it, which brings us to our first point. As the great American writer Mark Twain once said, the secret of getting ahead is getting started. I couldn't agree more. It's not enough to sit there and simply wait until you're motivated to do something without taking action. I must say this was a misconception I had when it came to doing, well, anything a few years ago. I thought that some people were just naturally more motivated than others. And I thought to myself, man, I wonder how they can do that day after day, just getting out there and grinding. I wish I had that. For some reason, I thought motivation was a personality trait that wasn't something you could acquire through discipline and persistent action. But I was wrong. A motivated mindset can be attained and maintained for an extended period of time if you have the willpower to get started. So my first tip is simply to take action. Take the bull by the horns, as we say, which means to take control over what you can in your life. Seize the time you do have and make the most out of it. And I'm sure you'll find yourself a lot more motivated to keep going. Number two is combining things you have to do with things you like to do. I think that's a lot of people's problem when it comes to finding the motivation to get started on a given task is the dread that is associated with that thing that has to get done, that assignment that has to be handed in by Friday, that project from your boss that has to be ready for clients on Monday. The obligation of having to do something we don't want to do by someone else's deadline that is taking away from the time we do have to pursue projects or activities that were genuinely interested in pursuing. Why not combine the laborious, painstaking chore you have to do with something positive, something you get pleasure from? Hey, I'm not by any means an endorser of multitasking, and I'll tell you why in a future episode, but that said, it doesn't mean you can't reward yourself either after you finish this tedious task or when you take a break from working on it. If you're unfamiliar with this concept and how it can benefit you in terms of motivation, particularly in language learning, I recommend you to check out my previous podcast, reward in language learning, since I dedicated an entire episode to this topic. But seriously, as far as motivation is concerned, 
you have to make whatever you have to do or even deep down want to do as attractive as possible. I'll give you an example. Say you really like playing piano, but you have a biology exam to study for, and all you can think about is putting on your PJs, eating some ice cream, and playing piano into the night. If you can't find the motivation to sit down and study, here's my suggestion. Tell yourself, okay, I'll study for just 30 minutes and then I'll go play piano and relax for the night. I promise you the simple fact of having started the activity will make you want to keep going and going and going and if you're lucky 30 minutes might just turn into 40 or 50 and then an hour of studying or more. The trick is to give yourself the chance to get the motivation flowing so being productive will have a snowball effect as we talked about in the first example which will result in your progress accumulating. Number three, make things as easy to start as possible. I'm not gonna lie, number three is gonna require a bit more planning to carry out but in the end I promise it will be worth it. I know what you're thinking but Nick does that mean I have to use my brain and think about motivation in this god-awful task before even doing it? Yes, my friends, it does, but it will be well worth it and allow you to be much more efficient. It's funny because I feel like whenever I give advice, I always include a planning step, and there's a reason for that. Planning is quintessential to your success in fostering motivation. Why? Because it makes procrastination seem less desirable, and that, my dear listeners, is extremely important. The easier it is to start a task, the more likely that task is to get done. And even more importantly, the more likely you are to create a vicious cycle in which the momentum you have created might just sustain you to get something else done and then another thing done. If you want to learn more about this topic, I plan to talk about in an upcoming podcast, spoiler alert, how to wake up earlier, in which I'll break this down so it's digestible, all the while contextualizing it in my personal life so you can see what I mean. Ultimately, it all comes down to preparing for what you have to do the night before. It might be as simple as charging your devices, laying out your clothes, and preparing your coffee for the next day. Whatever is going to make that chore so ridiculously easy to start that you can't possibly procrastinate since Boom, it's right in front of you, so what are you waiting for? And number four, create the perfect environment for yourself. This next one is relative to you, that's why it's so important to know yourself and your personality. Number four is creating the perfect environment for yourself to stay motivated. While I'll generally advise to dial in, that is to focus entirely on what you're doing without people distracting you, I understand that for many people, myself included to a degree, who are motivated by being around other people, this can be tough. But the key is ideally to always find a balance. If you're a social butterfly, make time in your day to meet with people and have discussions. Or because this world is still in shambles, Skype them. Or contact your friends and family when you feel the need to share your thoughts and hear theirs. But get to work. When you have stuff to do, deadlines to meet, goals to reach, get started and use the techniques we've talked about here today to push yourself into doing those things. The key if you retain nothing else from this podcast is knowing how to create the easiest, most enjoyable place to get stuff done and suffer. What's fun without a little bit of suffering, right? There must be a balance. You can't have fun all the time. But if you put your energy into the right things, you'll realize that actually the task that seems like it was going to suck the most at the beginning turned out to be the most rewarding thing you did that week. And that multiplies and can extend to all areas of your life if you let it. Consume yourself in the struggle you enjoy the most. What are you willing to suffer for, you might ask yourself. What problems do you enjoy solving the most? Creating the perfect environment for yourself might mean eliminating distractions because if you're like me, you get distracted every two minutes. Maybe you're a high energy person and going for a run during your off time or working out 
is your release from what you have to do. I would put myself in that category as well. Your environment will, without a doubt, shape your productivity in your life. Simplify it and make it as user-friendly as possible. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to see me grow this podcast and make more free and eventually paid content for you guys, please support this project on Patreon and or PayPal. The more people join, the more time I will have to provide you with top quality content. Thank you for listening. Your generosity goes a long way. Take care.